the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Wow, if you thought the last episode was a doozy, I got one for you now that's going to be really fun. Well, it's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. It's pretty cool. Well, we're going to get into something on the lighter side. That's right. We're going to talk about light. Really, Eric? Light? We're going to talk about light? What does that have to do with health? Well, a lot, actually. You see, we are electrical beings, right? I mean, you know this. We talked about this. Remember the autonomic nervous system episode? Well, Tesla said if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Guess what? Light is all of those things. So we have light and magnetism. Those are involved. And guess what? Light, magnetism, and another one I'm going to tell you in a second make up the basis for mammal health. And you're a mammal if you don't already know that. Welcome to seventh grade. You see, light makes energy in the mitochondria. The sun and its broad spectrum of light and, well, we'll just stick with light. We won't get into all the other facets. Let's just stay with sunlight. Sunlight is actually 43% red light, which is kind of weird if you think about it. You, you always think of the sun as like a white or yellow. It's never red. You see, we utilize light actually through our eyes and our skin. That's it. That's the only way we actually utilize it. Did you know you utilize light from your skin? And light in your eyes is actually very healthy. You don't want to look directly at the sun, but it's very healthy for you. Did you know the mitochondria of your cells make UV light? That's, that's incredible. Did you know the mitochondria also make water? Yeah, you make your own water and your own UV light. By the way, if UV is bad for you, why does your body make it? Okay. So does that mean wearing UV-blocking sunglasses is actually doing anything for you? Well, probably not, because you're creating UV light in all tissues in your body. Because they all have mitochondria. So <laughs> pretty much nullifies that, doesn't it? So think about it. Light makes energy in your mitochondria and gives off UV light and water. That's crazy that you make your own water. Here's the kicker. You also make melanin. See, this is the one I was just saying. So you have light, magnetism, and melanin. And those three make up the basis for your health. There are other hormones and other things, but melanin is the light transfer. So without it, you're in big trouble. So if you're not getting light, you're not transferring energy. And energy keeps you alive. You have these things called melanocytes. They produce melanin, and there's three different types. doesn't really matter what those three are. Who cares? The different types affect all the areas of the body, from healing to hearing. Every process, all the processes, even the color of your hair or your immune system, digestion, many, many areas in your body. Melanin absorbs, check this out, 
all frequencies of the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, what is that? Well, all the stuff that's around you that's electrical, okay? Your appliances, the wiring in your house, you're in a car. You know, side note really fast, electric cars have a massive EMF field when you're in it, so they're even less healthy for you than a regular car. The sun, the moon, cosmic rays, you know, the digital frequencies that we deal with, like Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, even satellites, everything's a wave, a vibration. It's all energy and frequencies. So that electronic pollution from even radio waves, AM, FM, all of it, that's all hitting you. And the way that your body deals with that is with melanin. Melanin absorbs all those frequencies of the electromagnetic spectrum and helps you get rid of it. The other thing that's uh, pretty weird is there's a substance that's one of the three hydrogen isotopes. It's called deuterium. D-E-U-T-E-R-I-U-M. You don't want it in your body. So your body uses melanin to remove it. See, it's a hydrogen isotope. It's, it's just, it, think of it as just a negative thing. It affects all kinds of areas in your body, pretty much almost everything. And your body uses melanin. How do we increase melanin? The sun, <laughs> the light, right? If you want to cleanse your body of deuterium, which is absolutely terrible for you, you need light. We're going to get into more of the deuterium. So sit back, relax. It's going to get a little geeky, but it should be fun. I think this is a great episode for people who are going to have their eyes open to things they never thought about. You know, I love stuff like this. This is where people wake up and they realize how amazing their bodies are. All right, here we go. So let's talk about real quickly something pretty cool. And that is, see, you want deuterium to be depleted. Leaded. That just means it's been removed, so to speak. It's been cleansed out. It's been nullified, so to speak. Well, this is pretty neat. The egg yolk is actually deuterium depleted, but the white isn't. You actually want the yolk more than the whites. The whites are actually not that good for you. I mean, they're a good protein source. They have allergens we talked about before. They're fine. Just know, as long as you get plenty of sunlight or light of the full spectrum bands, then the whites aren't an issue because they have deuterium in them. You know, I hate to say this for those of you who like Bill Gates, but he wants to block the sun. He's promoting this. This is a real thing. Could that be any dumber? And check this out. His new wax coating for fruits and vegetables... I don't know if you've heard about that, but yes, he has his own patented coating of wax for fruits and vegetables. It's actually loaded with deuterium. That's, you think that might be on purpose? If the guy's trying to get rid of the sun, why is he putting deuterium in his patented wax coating for food? Really? Well, I digress. All right, so let's get into something a little quirky. Did you know that your blood is a magnetohydrodynamic fluid that wirelessly accesses the sun. You see, melanin is actually paramagnetic, which just means it's attracted in the magnetic field. It doesn't repel, it attracts. 
your blood is magnetic. Basically, blood and melanin work together through magnetism. That is pretty geeky. That would make a super geeky episode, wouldn't it? Let's just hit that one more time. Your blood is a magnetic hydrodynamic fluid that wirelessly can access the sun's energy and with melanin and the magnetic fields, it actually works for you, the two of them together. That's pretty awesome. There's a, uh, there's a neurosurgeon named Dr. Jack Cruz, K-R-U-S-E. He states that he has a testimony of a woman who had a melanin-type cancer. You've heard of these on the skin. Well, that's a huge topic we'll get into. But this melanin-type cancer is inside her esophagus. That's crazy that you could have that. But anyway, so the melanin was in there. And the reason that he said it was in there is because she was super white. Her skin was super, super white. So he had her start going into the sun. Well, then the melanin left the esophagus to go to the skin and her quote-unquote melanin cancer went away. Gone. 100% cleared up. So melanin, when they say it's bad for you, your spots on your skin and skin cancer, these kinds of things, is it really bad for you or is it something else? So this deuterium that's in your body and your melanin is trying to get it out through a lot of different pathways. If it can't because you don't get enough sunlight, then it will become toxic. And it can even show up in your feces. That's, I know. They've MRI'd people's feces and found deuterium at massive levels. When they go in the sun and start tanning or just getting out a lot in the sun, it goes away. You don't have as much deuterium. The gut, you see, uses glutamine as a fuel instead of glycolysis, which just means burning sugar. Because the deuterium turns off the glycolysis function, it wouldn't have any fuel because the gut uses glutamine. So deuterium wants to burn sugar. So the gut burns something else and starves it out. Then it ends up in the feces and causing digestive complaints as well. You see, deuterium can actually load up in your liver. You can have too much. And that's an easy place for it to be because you didn't have enough sunlight. And of course, when that happens, because the liver is one of the primary organs of your body, that can affect all kinds of things, including just about every cell. But the cellular regeneration in all the systems of the body requires sunlight in order to regenerate those cells. So as they die off and you build new ones, which happens super, super fast, you need the sun's light. You need light to actually do that. It's part of the energy cycle, the ATP production, etc. All right. Light passes through your eyes into your brain. That releases dopamine, which in turn determines your mood. That's one of the things is mood. But when you have no light, there's no good mood. I mean, just you know, if you live in the north, it's not great uh, when you lose sunlight for the winter. Or if you live in the northwest and you have less sun, you know, people aren't as happy. It's just... It's the happy hormone, so getting out. It also causes a lot of other health issues like learning problems and attention deficit problems and attention just as a whole. Uh, your mood, we talked about. How about one you don't normally think of because you, you've never really known this, and I didn't either, this one I just learned, which was 
the movement, all the movements of the muscles in your whole entire body require melanin. Okay? So remember, light makes melanin. Melanin then affects your dopamine, and dopamine then affects movement. So it starts with light. So movement from the tiniest little muscles in your body to the largest, all of it. Heart rate is actually partially determined by dopamine. Because remember, we talked about electricity here. Your heart is either in flight mode or it's relaxed. And so that's all part of this process with dopamine, electricity, your autonomic nervous system, affects your kidney function actually. So your kidneys rely on dopamine, which kidneys are super, super important. Your blood vessels, okay? So your cardiovascular as a whole, but these blood vessels, their functionality requires dopamine. And of course, you know, if you get dopamine hits, you get sleepy, which is pretty cool. So you're sleeping better. Helps with pain processing. So not just the lowering of pain, but the processing portion of the pain. And if you're pregnant and then you give birth and you have issues with lactating, then that's a dopamine problem. That means you're not out in the sun. You're probably spending all your time inside with the kid. You're not getting outside, so you stop lactating. You need to get out in the sun. The kid needs to be out in the sun, not direct sunlight necessarily, but outside. Light also controls your circadian rhythm. We know this, right? Morning, nighttime. The best time to get sun is actually when it first comes up. That's the strongest UV uh, time of the day. Best time, morning. Get out there, take your shoes off, get out in the grass, just absorb as much light as you can and with as minimal clothes as you can. You want your whole body bathed in this light. Also, this is going to get a little geeky now, but I think this is important to understand. All right, so the light that you're getting, it's traveling into your hypothalamus and also the base of your brain. And that's where it's made into dopamine. Think about when you're outside, you should be looking at the sun. You don't have to look with your eyes, your eyelids open. You can close them. That's fine. You'll still get plenty. Or you look to the left or to the right, up, down. You still want light to actually pass in. That's really important. You want as much light in as you can. And that's how you utilize this leptin melanocore pathway. We're getting into leptins in a future episode shortly, but light into the hypothalamus uh, makes dopamine, and then the dopamine works with leptin through the melanin pathway, and that actually can affect your, your fat in your body. Obesity, for example, it can affect that. It's one of the reasons for gaining weight. I don't mean water weight. I'm talking about fat weight, okay? So it also interferes with your food intake, how you eat, because leptins and food go hand in hand, again, in the future. Melanin also absorbs all frequencies of light because technically it's dark. So think of a black shirt out in the sun, get hot. That's the same thing that's happened to melanin. That's, that's crazy. Like it actually absorbs light because of its color. So you have a hormone that is absorbing light to be active. It also can, it's called charge separating water. So because of the way it's, it's holding this energy from sun or light, it can break the charge of water and separate the hydrogen and oxygen. 
both of which your body wants. Hydrogen is used in the mitochondria to make ATP. So there you go. There's energy. And then the oxygen for the rest of the cell for respiration. So there you go. Pretty cool. So melanin can increase the oxygen in your cells, not just breathing, but it's actually oxygenating you at the same time. So not only does it make UV light, but you also make ATP, you make water, and you oxygenate all because of light. Really cool fact for you. Light, since it increases your melanin, melanin then increases your dopamine. Dopamine is responsible for the contractions of the ciliary muscles of your pupils. It also, well, let's go back to that one. So you have tiny little muscles that contract and retract your pupil. By the way, what color are your pupils? It's, they look black. They're not black. There's just no light inside your eyes. It's being taken away from the back of it. There's no reflections going on in there. So it just looks dark. But dopamine not only works on the muscles of the pupil, but also the shape of your eyeball. So neuroscientists can see you wear glasses. Well, then you can have issues with uh, your brain because of dopamine. It's also involved in the actual just general brain health and all of the cells of your body. They love dopamine. Yeah, you need light. So essentially, the light from the sun is what creates better quality cell membranes and all those membranes of the body. So everything, every single membrane, you have millions and trillions of these things. This is one of the reasons why red light therapy reduces pain, okay? Because it heals the membranes. When you heard all this red light stuff, this is what it does, heals membranes. When the membranes get hardened by things like seed oils we talked about or not getting enough cholesterol, which we talked about, then the red light comes in and will soften and repair them. That's really important. If you've had a lot of seed oils in your life, then you need more sun to soften and fix those. Inflammation goes down, pain goes down, etc. Okay. Vitamin D is actually made in the skin, which you all pretty much know. You've heard this forever. But did you know it's actually water-soluble if it's made by you? That means it's sulfated, okay? That's a big deal. When you make vitamin D, it's different than what you can take in a pill form. Your water-soluble compared to that oil-soluble pill. They do make water-soluble pills, but we're not talking about those right now. They're not near as good as yours. But point is, so you take this oil in, this vitamin D oil capsule, your body, meaning your liver, has to increase the LDL cholesterol out of the liver. And then once that's done, then it gets sulfated and it goes back to the liver and the kidneys to be turned into a water-soluble format. Plus the D you make is just so much better. So why, why even take it now? I'm starting to change my mind a little bit. Get your butt out in the sun and then take off your clothes as much as you can. Remember, when I said that it's essential to have cholesterol for good health, it's so good for you. It is also a, what's called a non-visual photoreceptor. That just means that it can hold a charge that's either positive or negative. You need light to charge the cholesterol. Then it is super powerful, okay? Cholesterol, you want that power? Well, it needs light, a lot of it. In your body, you have these things called melanosomes. Now, I'm going to tell you what this means so you can understand it. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. 
there's a part of your body called a melanocyte. And this melanocyte, picture it looking like an octopus, okay? Each one of the legs is called a dendrite in a melanocyte. It's a leg of the octopus. When the body makes the melanin, or in this case, the melanosome first, that melanosome travels down the leg, goes all the way down to the foot. <laughs> Do they have feet? Well, they should. It would be, that would look really cool if they did. But anyway, once that, that melanosome leaves that dendrite or the leg of the octopus, it becomes melanin. Okay, so it's like a precursor, if you will. Well, these melanosomes are really cool because they absorb all the frequencies of light, all of them. They get it from also all the radio waves all the way up to the gamma rays coming from the sun. These things are incredible. There's there's like light sponges. So all the good brings it in. These are great. It also cleans out all the bad. Okay. Quick side note. There's these three doctors I want to tell you about. One's Andre Mester. Uh, there's a doctor called Dr. Turing. He was in the, well, he was the main topic of the imitation game movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, and then one of my personal favorites is this guy called Dr. Becker. They were all, let's say, handled for speaking the truth. Dr. Becker actually is the one who found how salamanders and, and other animals actually can repair their limbs that they've lost, right? Your, your, their leg or tail and that kind of thing and grow it back. Okay, so that regeneration, he's the one that figured this out. He's also one that figured out how to heal crazy bad uh, injuries in people's bodies. One time he had a man who needed his leg amputated and no one could help him. And he said, hey, let me do something. So he did the colloidal silver. If you've never heard of this, he used colloidal silver, liquid, uh, gauze, all this kind of stuff, kept this thing loaded with, with colloidal silver, took it internally. And basically um, this guy's normal now. And if you saw, I saw photos of this guy's leg but if you saw it, it was, it was pretty much a goner, okay? It's so gross, I can't even talk about it. Anyway, uh, that's pretty cool. But there's, a, there's another molecule that's made, it's actually in the surface of your skin. It's called neuropsin. It has the ability to repair your wounds. So what does it need to repair wound? Uh, light. So <laughs> you need light. Dr. Becker's work was based on the regeneration of cells using light. Actually, the 380 nanometer light frequency, which is UV, by the way. So UV is not bad for you. Now, neuropsin is also in the cornea. So when you want to wear all these light blocking, like UV blocking sunglasses, well, guess what? Neuropsin that's in your cornea actually already has UV light in it. You can't get rid of it. It is what we call a non-visual photoreceptor. Just means that you don't, doesn't need direct sunlight. It can get, receptors can get sunlight through other cellular structures. The main places for all the photoreceptors are in your eyes, in your skin, your pineal gland, crazy cool, uh, your digestive tract. Think about that. Yeah, your digestive tract needs light. It's it absolutely needs light to be healthy. So maybe your poor digestion has to do with light. Hmm, interesting. How about pancreas? All the diabetics. I'll get to that in a minute. Your cardiovascular system. Really? Your heart, all the veins, 
everything that deals with blood and oxygen in your body, all that whole system, yes, it needs light to function and function at a high level. Your hypothalamus. Hypothalamus is a crazy cool gland in your brain. It controls so many things. It's really, really fun to learn about. Your adrenal glands are super reliant on light. And yet we're taking in all this caffeine and we're stressed out. And, you know, we have things in our life that just fight or flight. We talked about the autonomic nervous system before. With the point is adrenals need light in order to be healthy. Okay. They utilize light. By the way, when the neuropsin system is broken, it increases diabetes. So to repair it, you need a few things. Okay. First of all, in order to repair it, you need the components of DHA. So you have to digest the DHA to get the components down. Now they're usable fats. You also need melatonin and dopamine. All right. So DHA only comes from animal foods. Okay. That means you're not getting it unless you're eating things like eggs and others. You can make a little bit of it, but point is you need animal foods. You don't get it in a vegan vegetarian diet. If you're a vegan or vegetarian, we can talk about it, but you also need melatonin, like I talked about, and dopamine. So those three things, we've gone over melatonin a little bit earlier, talked a ton about dopamine, but DHA, melatonin, and dopamine will, let's just say it like this, greatly help you with your diabetes or prediabetes. If you're looking for light products to help you, you're going to want to look for 600 to 1000 nanometer lights in red, red or infrared A, but generally red, the companies will teach you what you need to know about red. Also, you need a UV source. That's between 380 and 400. Kind of looks purplish. 600 to 1,000 for light in red. 380 to 400 in UV. Looks kind of purplish. See, the red will increase ATP, and the UV increases the lipid profile of your body, meaning lipid coating on all the cells of your whole body is where melanin is stored. This whole entire episode is based on light creating melanin and melanin make you happy, healthy, and pain-free, cancer-free. I can go on and on. It's all about the melanin. The better the lipid profile from these light sources creating really healthy lipid coatings on your cells. Remember, you had cholesterol, which we talked about many times. Cholesterol makes you healthy. This cholesterol that's charged, which is also makes the coating your cells, plus the melanin stored in there, boom, you got a winner right there. Chronic fatigue syndrome, gone. Chronic fatigue is just no light in the system and no melanin. So basically, it's like living in the dark and you can have chronic fatigue. Well, yeah, no light, you, you get tired. Welcome to winter in the north. So the key is UV light and red slash infrared A light for pain, wellness, everything. All right, really quickly. Cold. You've heard a lot about this. Stimulates your mitochondria to make more UV light. This is, I love this. 
What the heck does cold have to do with UV light? Well, apparently, when you go into the shock tanks, you know, with the ice water or the super cold baths and all this kind of thing, your mitochondria freaks out and it makes UV light. Why? Well, I don't know. But let's just say this. It's why cold therapy works so well. Because of the UV light, which we've been talking about. Also, in order to utilize all of this light in your body, you have to be able to accept it. So melanin needs to increase. How do you increase melanin? You need to become light adapted. We all know like, okay, so it's winter, you're going to go to Florida and you don't want to burn. So you start going to the tanning salon and you start getting a base tan and then you go down there, you don't burn. That's exactly what charging your melanin is. It's light adapted. You are bringing light into your body. Your body responds by increasing the quality and the amount of melanin, which does all these wonderful things for you. You ever notice people live on the equator they just basically have less overall health issues and they're happier. They have reggae music. That's just fun. That doesn't matter if you like reggae music or not. Fact is, most people live in the equator are happy. They're healthy. They're fine. They don't have the same issues a lot of the other people have because they get the light. All right, we're going to get into something a little more geeky. Bear with me, but this is, this is kind of neat. You have a hormone in your body. It's called POMC, P-O-M-C. I'm not even going to pronounce it. It doesn't even matter. Remember how I said, it doesn't matter. I could give you all these long-term molecule structure names. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that hormone will make you thrive. They still don't know everything that this hormone does. Okay. But we do know this. It cleaves to seven different proteins in our body. All those proteins have different effects. No one in medicine understands this. They, they see it. They go like, oh, there's this pathway. There's this pathway. But they still don't know why it does certain things. But they do know it's all good pathways. Those processes are what we look for in health. These are the little things I'm trying to bring to you so that you can see like, okay, why do I feel bad? Well, there's one reason. Why do I feel like this? Well, here's another reason. If we don't explore these things, then you never know. If someone just said, here, take these three supplements and eat like this, like this. Okay, that'd be great. Most people won't do anything with that. We've done this before and nobody listens. So maybe with a little knowledge, it can trigger that switch and go, oh, I understand. There's this guy on some weird podcast called Reality of Health that promoted this thing called POMC. <laughs> and that... I know is good for me. And it, in order to increase that, I need melanin and I will be healthier. Yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. All light affects all the cells of your body. They all come back to most likely this hormone pathway. It's amazing that we learn this. There's so many things that we never knew before and we're constantly learning new stuff. It's, it's really fun to know your body. So the modern human that sits inside all day, all the time watching television or whatever for 20, 30 years and at work under terrible man-made lights, well, the cholesterol coating on those cells, the lipid structures of your skin and inside your eyes no longer allow light 
to do all the wonderful things. Remember you said there's two ways you absorb light, skin and your eyes. Well, when you're indoors, you're not getting either of those. They become plasticized, almost like a plasticized thing. Then you get things like chronic fatigue and other diseases. Once they finally adapt to light again, those, the skin and the, and the eyes, then those things will start to go away because now light can do all its miraculous things in the cells for healing and energy in, in your life. Your exterior coat, we'll call it, meaning your skin with the melanin and the lipid layers becomes almost hardened or when you are not photo adapted, but when you're photo adapted, they are highly functional. Obviously, anthropologically speaking, where you're from and the type of skin you have is going to matter for light. I'm white, really, really white. So I have to be careful. I'm not light adapted. And so I have to become more light adapted to get more of this benefit. How can I do that? You could use different, different red light therapies, go get in the sun, which I have been doing every day now for the last several weeks in the morning. The morning sunlight is the best light for UV and red. It's the best period bar none. The heat comes in the daytime, but the morning is the most, is the highest quality light. So let's get back to this. You are sitting inside all the time. You got all these problems. So your skin is the key. Looking at the light, the sun is by far more important than you may know. This POMC, it's just kind of nicknamed Palm C, is also linked to obesity. So notice how most people with chronic fatigue are actually overweight. You know, they're obese. They aren't getting enough light. So their lack of light increases obesity. Okay, let's get into EMF fields real quick. I love this topic. I would love to do a whole episode on this. If it interests you, let me know. But EMF fields are, wow. You want to talk about all encompassing, this is where it's at. From everything around you is these EMF fields are destructive to your body. So if you don't have enough melanin, then you don't have the ability to clear it all out then you increase all these diseases. Since we started using all the electrical devices in our homes, around us, at work, did you know that the human electromagnetic field that you produce in your body, think about this, you're just, your whole body just living every day, is measured up to 15 feet from you. You can feel other people's EMF field as well. So if you don't correlate very well with them or you don't feel comfortable around somebody, then you might not feel so well. You're like, eh, something about that guy. Eh, there's something around that girl. But if you feel good around somebody, okay, all right. This concept can explain tons of things about people's interactions. For example, kind of knowing when someone's attracted to you or maybe you just feel une uneasy around someone, this is the EMF field. Most likely. There might be some spiritual aspects, but I can guarantee you EMF fields are in here. So your frequency is one way. Their frequency is another. Let's say they're upset or they're happy or they're joyful 
it doesn't matter what it is, still has to correspond with you. Positive, negative. Positive, positive, negative, negative. All these kind of things. So these EMF fields are a big deal. And EMF has a major impact on light and how the light is used in your body. I thought that was just a fun thing to throw in there for you so you you could think about EMFs a little bit further. You know, ophthalmologists and dermatologists tell you to stay out of the sun. I personally think that's the worst advice you could ever get. I've known this for 30 years. If that was the case, then every human that lives outdoors, every tribal person in history, or just humans, as long as you want to go back, would be dead from the sun or skin cancer. Yet, they don't have that cancer, the ones that live in the sun. But who does? That would be the people in the modern societies. Just saying, just throwing that out there. There could be as many as seven different forms of energy in the body. Melanin basically sits at level three. There's four more above it, most likely. This is what the experts are figuring out right now, but it looks like this is the way it is. So you can see how deep energy equates to health, that there's seven forms of energy for the human body, and melanin is number three. We haven't even got to four, five, and above. Let's talk a little bit about water. So water is life, and did you know it has memory? Oh, yes. It, it can hold electrical patterns in your body, in your cells. This is purely scientific. There's no woo here, okay? I can tell you right now, I, I have studied water for many, many years. We're going to have a water episode. I promise. I said it three times now. We're going to have it. But this one is really cool, okay? We're not talking about the water you drink. We're talking about something else. So if your body are regenerating on a regular basis, creating its own energy as ATP, and also making UV light, okay, remember, ATP and UV light, then also making its own water, then wouldn't we want that water to be free of memory? So then what frequencies do we want that water to have? That would be the wavelengths of the sun, right? Also, when we make water and UV at the same time, maybe God is using those together so that the water we make has the frequency of the UV. That's just my thought. But it is pretty cool to think about, right? You're, you're making ATP, then you're making UV light, then you're making your own water. And water has memory. So if water has memory, I'm just saying that I think that's kind of an important thing. That was just, I thought, really, really cool for you to know. I wanted to bring that to you. So let's talk about blue light. Oh, man. Eric, I've heard so much about blue light. I'm so sick of hearing about blue light. Well, guess what? There's a reason why it's like a problem, okay? When you're in a blue light scenario, it can raise your LDL cholesterol. If you're working out at the gym, this is going to be awesome. So many people are going to love this, meaning they're not going to love what I have to tell you. Working out at the gym. Blue light everywhere because the lighting they use is terrible. There's no windows. You're concentrating all that blue light into your mitochondria. That raises your LDL cholesterol. 
Then we have screens. This is nonstop. All we hear about is wear your blue glasses, quit looking at the TV at night, all this stuff. Well, guess what? Screens are actually purposely lit blue. Between the blue light hazard markers, which is 435 and 465 nanometers, that's the spectrum that lowers your dopamine levels, which then degrades your melanin. They know this. They don't care. So you think, all right, let's exercise. Okay, so you're exercising in a terrible environment. So you think, well, exercise would be a good thing then, you know, relieve toxins and all this kind of stuff. Well, did you know exercise can be a toxin if you don't have good melanin production and utilization? I just explained it. So exercise may not be great if you don't get enough light. Then the best thing would be is to work out outdoors. See, working out indoors can affect what's called CTH. Basically, oxygen and red blood cell interactions, how they interact in the body. Also, when you add the POMC, the hormone I notated earlier, these two things lower growth hormone. So, by working out outside, or at minimum, use infrared A bulbs or UV bulbs in your home gym. The gym you go to is not a healthy place, by the way. It's toxic. Light pollution, chemicals everywhere, people sweat, which is loaded with a bunch of nasties. Their breath they're exhaling, which is expelling nasties. People's EMFs, which are, eh, most people are working out because they're frustrated, they're unhappy, stressed out, blah, blah, blah. Low oxygen, unless they pump it in. Terrible air quality. Okay, that was a rant. But basically, you are not increasing the quality of your exercise by being indoors at all whatsoever, unless you take a lot of precautions. Okay, I know I was going to upset a lot of people there, but I had to do it. Also, just real quick, by focusing on increasing the melanin, Therefore, you increase the health of the frontal lobe of your brain. Did you know that? You actually become wiser. Melanin helps your frontal lobe become better. Therefore, you become wiser. It also increases the quality of your skeletal muscle because it's controlled by the brain. So you can work out all you want. Look like you're healthy. Look like your muscles are big but they're not quality skeletal muscle. The world is full of blue light and RF radiation, especially the gym and indoor workout facilities. So the best way is to work out outside in the sun. You see, you need the brain to build the body and the brain needs the melanin. So if you're in the gym trying to work out to build the body, but you're working out filled with blue light, you're inhibiting that. You see? The top diseases are all brain and heart problems. They're not biceps and triceps and pectoral muscles. Okay? Those diseases are completely reliant on light. If you want to lower dementia, Alzheimer's, well, that's your brain stuff. Well, you need light. You don't get a lot of that stuff at the equator. Heart problems. Well, that's a muscle. We talked about cardiovascular, etc. All of that comes together. But I'm trying to tell you is if you're going to work out and get straight blue light at the gym, 
the best thing to do would be to sit in the sun before you go in there, go work out, get outside, sit in the sun. If you can't work out outside, then that's the way to do it. Or build your own gym with red light and UV light everywhere. Then I would love for you to tell me that you don't feel better and have better results. Because I guarantee you, you will. Guarantee you. You can't tell me that light doesn't affect everything on this planet. You can't do it. Nobody can. Here's a not fun fact for you. One of the reasons why fluoride is so unhealthy for the human body is because it's the most electro-negative atom on the periodic table. So it blocks the flow of good electrical patterns in your body. You're taking the sunlight in to make yourself better. Fluoride's inhibiting this. It also blocks the regeneration cycle of your body's electrical pathways. So it's like you doing, you're doing all this good stuff and then you take in this fluoride and you're just killing it. You're just stopping it. You're turning the light switch off. You turn the light on. Oh, look, I can see. That's your health. And then you take this fluoride in and boom, you shut the light off. You're only getting fluoride technically through man-made stuff, products. You're also getting it through allopathic drugs. It's in your water, which means you're bathing in it. So get a shower filter that takes out fluoride. It's in your toothpaste and your mouthwash. Why do you need fluoride? Look into fluoride and some really nasty people back in the history of America, and you'll see why fluoride is in your stuff. It is not, it is not needed by your teeth, by the way. The sun also counteracts fluoride in the body from being so detrimental. So here's the thing. Think about it. So you get in the sun, but you're doing the fluoride, and the fluoride blocks the electromagnetic positive charges in your cells. Well, guess what? So you need more sun to counteract that fluoride that you seem to think you need. <laughs> the more of the sun you get, the more fluoride is blocked. Because if you let the fluoride get high, it blocks cell respiration in the mitochondria. That's the worst thing you could do. That in turn interrupts melanin, all the processes of melanin. So you become what's called hypoxic, which just means very low oxygen content in the cells. So you can't use oxygen that you need. Why? Why would you want to lower the oxygen in your cells by using fluoride? It doesn't make any sense. This topic has so many spiritual references to light and the body. Maybe we'll go into those in the future. If you want, let me know, and we'll, we'll do an episode on the spiritual aspects of light in your body. But I just want to let you know, I had a lot of fun in this episode. I really like energy and the sun and, and <laughs> how it affects the body and all frequencies. And I think I've talked about this before, but like frequencies are amazing. Don't listen to the people that tell you to stay out of the sun. Without the sun, the earth wouldn't exist. Remember, Tesla. Tesla was, if you think about electricity and, and all that kind of thing, he's the man. He's the man. Better than anybody else. And what did I say in the beginning? He said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, that's the universe. That includes yourselves. 
in your whole body, in your organs, and everything else. Think in terms of energy, which you talked about, frequency, and vibration. Guess what? Those are all light, magnetism, which then stimulates melanin. That is the basis for mammalian health. All right. Thought that was a bit geeky. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. I hope you learned a lot. And even if you didn't, I think you got the general grasp. Increase melanin. Get in the sun. Do as much as you can to increase light in your life. It will benefit you. All right. Take care of yourself. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic. Maybe some feedback. Whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com. <laughs>